and welcome, welcome, welcome back to another What Fire edition. You already know what it is. It's Creators Unscripted with me, your girl, your host, the passion strategist. But I go by Ayana B when I'm not in the social media streets. So listen, I am super excited today because what you don't know is that, you know, I really try to be intentional and I really try to be in tune to what my creators need. We know that the, the creative community, we are a special crew and we just make it do what it do. We live life different. We see life different. We have a whole lifestyle and a language and all the things that go with it. And so today I am, I'm going to use the B word, y'all. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be able to connect with my sis. And listen, she's going to say hello to you in just a second, but I need you to right now get your cup so you can get ready to get this thing all the way filled up. I have an expectation on this particular conversation that it's going to leave you feeling much better than when you came. So I'm excited that you tuned in. I need you to get ready to tap in because we are about to go in and it's all gas, no breaks. Okay. So my sis, some of you have heard her on satellite radio local radio international radio because yes she's a whole entire recording artist but beyond the artistry there's a ministry and y'all gonna get that in a minute so I want to invite to the stage my sis miss Anissa Fowler say hey to the people lady Hey, hey, people. <laughs> yes. I know y'all hear that energy. The fire is already lit. Okay. So, Anissa, <laughs> welcome to the platform that is Creators Unscripted. Thank you so much for, you know, for taking the time out because I know you are traveling constantly. You are momming. You are just doing so many things. And yet you manage to balance ministry in the midst of all of that. And we want to dig into that conversation. But first, I just need you to tell us, when did you realize that you were a creative? Hmm. I would have to say um, really, 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 really early on. Um. The truth of the matter is, I think when you're really young, you're just doing what you do. You don't mm -hmm. even realize that there is a particular call on your life or that there's any specific purpose. Um, I, I think it took me going through some things in life to realize that life was more than who I thought I was, but yeah. it was really about who God would call me to be. And um, going through some real struggles from you know, dropping out of high school having a baby unwed as the choir director talk I about mean, it in church that was the biggest scandal of all scandals and when i tell you anisa fowler is like miss holiness so from <laughs> miss holiness to have a baby it's like what in the world, um, going through the process of church hurt with that, finally getting married, then getting divorced. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I think throughout all of those, I'll call them mishaps, right? Missteps. Through all of those, I became closer and closer to understanding that not just am I a creative, but the creator has determined that everything that I've gone through, it's not about me in particular. It's about everybody else that goes through it to help them come through. I mean, that's what you call a powerful intro. 
Um, thank you all for listening. <laughs> I mean, we, we could stop right there because, I mean, you just laid all the things out. But, you know, I got to unpack all that juiciness that you just dropped I on know. us. Listen. Oh so I have to say, first, I commend you. I commend you for coming into the place where you understood that you just said the creator created. And I'm going to punctuate that by saying your entire journey. Right. He created the call and he created the one who would answer the call. And so I commend you for coming full circle as a creative and as a creative who happens to do what she does um, through the vehicle of the church. And that is a hot, touchy topic all by itself. Right. Um, You started to give us a little bit of the the sort of inside space scoop and experience on what it was to go through these different chapters of your story with all eyes on you. And and so I want to just talk to the creative who may be listening right now, who is going through changes, whatever those changes may be, anticipated or not, with all eyes on them. And they're feeling a level of pressure. They're feeling a level of of, of shame. They're feeling a level of confusion that is attempting to literally derail them from destiny. What do you say to the creative who's walking in those shoes in this moment about how to continue to stand and deliver as exactly who they were designed to be? I think what's really important, what I've learned along the way is that the the person giving me the assignment is greater, actually, than the assignment. So our assignment uh, is people situations, you know, we're assigned to, uh, I'm assigned to women. I'm assigned to single moms. I'm assigned to, um, the broken. That's my assignment. But those people don't have the capacity to identify me. And when I walk into a room and I leave myself vulnerable to be identified by the assignment then the person that assigned me, which is God, he loses access to me. You have to stay connected to the person that has assigned you and get your instructions from them. Understand that broken people, we say it all the time, you know, um, uh, like hurt people hurt people, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you are assigned to a group of people that are broken, that are hurt, how can they properly even call you by who God calls you. They're broken. The lens that they see through is broken. The perspective that they have is broken. So when you walk into the room, you have to walk into the room understanding that God has assigned me to this place and no one in this place has the authority or even the capacity to identify me. And that's what holds us back. When we walk into rooms and we think, oh, what are they gonna say? They're not authorized to say anything. And if they do say it, who cares? I'm not going to let that penetrate. I'm not going to let that take root. I'm going to make sure that the thing that is penetrating is the word of God, the voice of God, what God has assigned me to do, but not the assignment. And that's where I think we get lost a lot of the times. We get caught up in who we're called to and mm-hmm. what they're saying and how they define us and what they're going to say when we leave the room. That's the that's this whole generation of um, social media. Yeah. The image. Yeah. What is your image? 
What do you want to be known as? What do you want to be called as? So we're constantly looking for validation and verification. That's We're looking for that like. We're looking for that heart. We're looking for that subscriber count to go up. We're looking for the assignment to validate us. And we yeah. can't. And once you do that, you lose. I love it. So many gems. I hope y'all have these pens. Y'all know how we do it on this platform. I mean, what screamed at me was the level of confidence that you now wear as a garment that allows you to say with authority, you don't even have the capacity to identify me. Mm. And what screamed so loudly to me about that was that when we think about who it is that we give authority to, whether that be God, whether that be the word of God, whether that be ourselves or outside exterior forces, who are we giving authority to and what type of access comes with that authority? As creatives in particular, it is so important that we understand that this gift is to be guarded because not everyone was given this gift, right? And uh, uh, our sister Jill Scott said, um, no, 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 I'm sorry. It was Erica Badu. Y'all forgive me, creatives. Y'all know we be having, we be rolling, okay? It's unscripted. <laughs> but Erica Badu said, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my ish. Now, mm-hmm. what I loved about what you just did was you literally kind of made that thing. It was It was almost like a Bible verse, from the book of Neo Soul that you made stand up and go 3D and made it real life to me, right? So talking about that capacity and the identity, what was it? What was the the moment? Um, You talked about some of the things that have happened in the chapters of your book, the pages of your life. What was that one moment that acted as a catalyst to help you to grow into the capacity of your identity as a creative? You know, it's so crazy, but I really feel like the onset of COVID-19 did Mm. something. Okay. There was, and I know there's so much hurt and trauma that has come from COVID just in terms of the loss of our loved ones and our, our friends and family and all of that. And even the loss of jobs, the loss of financial support and all of that, there's been so much devastation as a result of COVID-19. But something happened for me that I think did happen for a lot of creatives where we went into a place of isolation, like COVID shut everyone in. And when you get shut in, you have to kind of make a decision as to whether or not you're going to lock in with the father or lock in with the fear and the anxiety and all of that that was going on. There was so much oh my God, I can't step outside. Oh my God, I can't touch this person. And so the fear and the depression, all that was running rampant. You had a choice to either connect with that or connect with God. And I really feel like I was blessed to make the right choice to connect with God. Not to say I didn't have any fear or I didn't have any anxiety about what was going on. I certainly did. But I got into the word of God like I never did before. Mm -hmm. I started like I had never prayed before. And I really felt one of the things that I know for a fact that God said to me was show me your wounds. He told me, show them to me. Because even from God, we will hide some of the things that have caused us pain and, and just 
to kind of derail us. Yeah. We will even hide it from God because yeah. we lie to ourselves and say, it's all right. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be okay. But we have to expose those wounds so that he can actually put that bomb of Gilead on it and that there could actually be healing. And once you expose it to the father and he heals it, then you can expose it to everyone else. And when you expose it to everyone else, you show them that you're human too. You show them that what they're going through, it, they're not going through it alone. They're not crazy. And, and because you are healed and can talk about it from a place of that healing, you give them confidence, you give them encouragement that healing is on the way for them too. And that was a big thing for me. I actually transitioned from my church during COVID. Wow. I had been in that church for 30 years. Wow. 30 years. I went through every single trauma in that church. I had my name called from the pulpit. I had assigned seating during the time of my downfall. Um, I wasn't allowed to minister during that period. I wasn't allowed to touch anything. Um, there were certain things that were said to me that I, it, it just shouldn't ever come from leadership. Yeah. But it did. And I sat through all of that. And I know that I could have left when they started talking about me, but I said, you know what? I'm going to stay here and I'm going to go through this. And I'm realizing that even that wound, people are talking about church hurt every day. And who better to talk to you about getting through this church hurt than someone that actually sat in it and didn't run away from it, sat in it Sunday after Sunday. And so in, in the process of me exposing my wounds, God has healed them, healing. Some of them are still needing healing. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm really being transparent and just allowing everything that I've been through to be exposed because it's important that someone else see that and get hope. You know, so many, so many pictures running through my mind as you literally begin to unpack and, and to some degree relive some of those moments that were, um, you know, turning points in yeah. the trajectory of your life and, you know, futuristically your ministry. And yes. what I loved was just getting that picture in my mind. Now, not all of us are church babies, right? We happen to be a couple having this conversation today. All good. But I can remember as a kid, uh, the all night shut-ins. Okay. Mm. Now, for those who don't know, that's when they used to have, they would, that would be like the youth, you know, event, right? And it'd be like a Friday night and you would come and you would spend the night at, at church and you yes. would be shut in with all of the other kids and they would have, you know, snacks and, you know, you and, and this was the time where you came together with folks who were, um, not exactly like you, but at least in your age bracket and yeah. they would have activities and they would have responsible adults to oversee and, <laughs> you know, all the things. But the, yeah. trust me, you were locked in. There was no leaving. There was, you, yeah. oh, you need to go to the bathroom, baby. OK, we all go into the bathroom. It was very mm -hmm. much a controlled environment, if you will. Yes. But the benefits of having had those experiences, you talked about the the point of the shut-in for you being yes. the, the point that really pushed you out. And yes. so I need to encourage our creatives. You know, there are times in your journey of discovery, discovery of self, discovery of the power and the potency and the positioning of your gift where you have to go into a place where you're it's it's just you you have to shut in right yes. which means that no 
you can't, you know, blast it all on social. No, you right. can't call your BFF and, and, and get a co-signer or somebody who can necessarily relate to what you're going through in that moment because it's about the making of the ministry and it's about the yes. movement that is waiting for you on the other side of this moment. And so I loved how you really talked us through, walked us through and maximized the moment of shut in. And, and it was yeah. almost like he hit pause on the world mm -hmm. just for you to be yes. able to get what you needed to be able to do what he assigned you to do. So creatives yes. don't always think that, you know, the, the times where you're by yourself or the moments where it doesn't make sense or the, uh, the perception of isolation is bad for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Because he will disguise a thing so that he can revise a thing. I have yeah. been a witness. You have heard our sis tell you how she has been a witness. And when you come out on the other side of the revision. Right. Yeah. Um, revision, revision, revision. I'm, I'm visiting it again. I'm looking again. I'm going at it again. I'm going to commit again and decide to experience it again. Yes. With a greater level of wisdom and a greater level of consistency and all of the things that it takes to bring a vision to pass. Right. And so when you find yourself at this place of revision, talk to us now about what have been some of the biggest benefits from having sat there Sunday after Sunday, from having endured these times of great trial and great hurt and great character assassination and all of the different things that come with not measuring up to or meeting the expectation of others. What have been some of the benefits for you on the other side from staying that course and getting to the place of revision? It's really been about understanding who God is and understanding the difference between his voice and everybody else's voices, including my own. And so I, I got to a place where it's not to say it doesn't matter, because that would be absurd to say that if somebody walked up to me and was like, oh, you're mad ugly, that I would be like, oh, that's all right. And I'd be like, oh my God, really? I'm ugly? <laughs> you know. So we are impacted by what people say. This is not a situation where I'm saying don't feel any impact, but it's about it not taking root, not giving it access to reside in you and to then birth fruit that actually says, I agree with this. Yeah. When someone says whatever they say, yes, there is that impact, but I have learned to counteract it with something from the word of God. I stayed in his face. There were times that literally Sunday after Sunday, and my stomach was growing and growing and growing because I'm pregnant and I'm at the altar and they're like, you can't be here for this long. No, 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 I can. I can. I'm going to mm. be here for as long as I need to be here. I'm going to be here until I feel completely delivered. I'm going to be here until I get my breakthrough. I'm going to be here until my father says something to me because I'm here for him and not for you. And there was that. So I feel like I came out with this tenacity that I will not let go until I hear from you. I came out with this confidence that what God says in his word, he means it. He means it for me. And when I decided to leave the church, that was one of the hardest decisions. I was like, is this even God? Like Satan, you talking to me, this, this can't be God. And that's something else that I learned as well that not everything challenging and everything bad is coming from Satan. 
So many times we go through struggles and we start to pray against the devil and rebuke the devil and Satan, we don't want you here. And it's like, wait a second though. Some of these situations are completely orchestrated by God himself. Mm -hmm. The story of Job, and I, I briefly mention it in one of my songs, Do It Again. The story of Job does not start with Satan. It starts with God. God asks the devil a question and says, have you considered my servant Job? So I say to myself, how many times has God said to say, have you considered Anissa? You want to mm. try to her? Because I feel like she's, she's not going to turn her back on me. You could do anything you want to do with her. She's not going to stop serving me. She's not going to stop loving me. And so he'll take things. He's, he'll allow things to happen to you. And it's really him. We talk about having faith and trust in God. But how about the almighty God having faith and trust in you to the point that he could go to Satan and say, have you considered my servant? And so I've learned to not give any credit to Satan any credit to the enemy, to evil, to darkness, no credit to any of that. Cause I'm yeah. not owned by any of that. God is the person that owns me. And so everything that happens in my life, good, bad, or indifferent, I'm saying, God, thank you for this. Show me what I'm supposed to learn in this so I can get out of this as fast as possible. And knowing who you are, you're right here with me. So as long as you're right here with me, I know I can make it through it. I love this. What I love is that, you know, as creatives, one thing that I've learned is we do not enjoy being boxed in. And so what I love is how you're able to literally transcend uh, your quote unquote type of creative. Um, you're able to transcend the platform that you use regularly. You're able to transcend uh, languages and experiences by simply sharing your story. And yeah. I think that so many of us as creatives, that is lost on us in times where we feel our most vulnerable and uncertain about who we are. You talked a lot just then about the character and the process of really discovering authentically from the inside out who you are. And yeah. so when we're missing that foundational element as creatives, it literally diminishes our, our power our power stance is not strong. It's not planted. It's not anchored. And you talked about understanding um, the the difference between the voices. And, and I really feel strongly that that was for some of our creatives who are listening, because there are so many times as you are going through the process of evolution that you will hear voices telling you, no, no, no. Oh, Anissa, no, no, no. Don't sing that song. That's mm -hmm. not the one. Mm -mm, you need a praiser. You need something to, yeah. come on, we need some shouting music. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, no, no, no. That's, mm -mm, uh, you, you, you're doing a little too much. I mean, I know you're worshiping, but can you just dial yeah. that back? How about mm -hmm. if we script that out? Why don't yeah. we do it this way? And mm -hmm. as creatives, we are so often confronted with people trying to, um, going back to what you said earlier, trying to usurp the capacity of my identity. And so yeah. we have to get accustomed to, like you said, hearing the voices. Yes, because they don't go away. Right. You're, right. you're not a ministry of one. Your ministry right. is not just a for a ministry of one. It's not just for you and God. It starts yeah. there, but that's not where it stays. Right. Yeah. And so, yes, you have to be able um, creatives to hear these other voices 
even your own voice and know how to effectively work the soundboard. And I say that because even as we're sitting in this process of, you know, the podcast today, there are so many buttons and there are so many wires and so many different types of connections and and amplifiers Mm -hmm. of sound, right? But it's all about having the skill to know how to appropriately utilize them and leverage them in a way that it limits interruptions and and distractions. They they call it noise cancellation, right? But that it optimizes and amplifies the message that we want to share. And so creatives, it is so vital that you get to know the voices so that you can know how to equalize them, how to balance them, how to mute them when necessary, or how to turn that volume all the way up. Because there there was a song uh, a, a while back that said, turn down for what? And so in this moment, creatives, I want to ask you that question. Turn down for what? And Mm -hmm. that question is twofold because I'm asking you, you creative, you, Anissa, turn down for what? Why would you turn down now? And I'm Mm -hmm. also asking on the flip side of the same coin, turn down for what? So some of those other voices that come to invade our space that we're not necessarily invited and should not be welcomed. Yes. What's the reason we should turn them down? Turn down for what? So, Anissa, mm-hmm. when you think of it from that perspective and, and just using that as the soundtrack to this particular yes. track and, and, and chapter, turn down for what? What does that mean to you? What is that speaking to you right now in this moment? I think about the the cause, the destiny. If you really partner with God, partner with your destiny, the reason is always because of where I'm going. I'm turning this down. I'm turning this off because it's not aligned with my destination. This is not, mm -mm, I'm not taking this detour. This is going to make me get to where I need to get to uh, less full. It's going to make me maybe not even get to where I need to get to. So that's why I'm turning this down. Turn down because I've got to turn up for him. Turn down because I have no time. I have no time to be engaged with the foolishness that you're saying, it's not aligned with where I'm going. Come on, it's, somebody. I think we have, we have to keep turning down, turn down, turn down. And sometimes, because you said this before too, sometimes it's your own self. Yes. Right? We talk about self-care and self-care also includes self-talk. What are you saying to yourself? Yes, There's indeed. There's a scripture that says that life and death is in the power of your tongue. Mm-hmm. And that little, when I think about that, I literally feel like every time I open my mouth uh, that it's almost like I'm sending out armies. I'm yeah. sending out mil- military agents to cultivate an environment and an atmosphere that it becomes where I live. Yeah, It becomes where I dwell. It becomes where the creativity is birthed. And I cannot afford to have my creativity birthed in a place of depression, in a place of anxiety, in a place of worry, in a place of low self-esteem. No, I've got to speak out of my mouth, even when I don't 100% feel it. I've got to speak what he says. I'm called. I'm chosen. I'm supposed to be here. I'm the only me that can execute the me he's called me to be. I'm the only one. I'm the only me. I got to turn down so that I could do this. 
I mean, the so I know y'all can't see us, right? But I know you can hear and you can feel. First of all, I gotta ask because the creators want to know. We, you know, we are observant people. What island is this coming from? Oh, I'm Trinidadian. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard that. We heard that. We had to just call that out. And and you can hear the passion. You can hear the conviction. And you can hear the clarity. And mm-hmm. I think that as creatives, again, another foundational element in the recipe of you being who you were called to be. You said only me can do me. And yeah. so clarity is such a huge, huge part of the recipe of being the real me right and so when I say that you have literally called us out to call us up you know we just asked the question turn down for what listen she turned down but then she called you up right because this is not a a a one-dimensional journey or experience um I like to say it this way success is not a cookie cutter journey it looks very very different for each one of us Mm -hmm. but there is success that awaits you Right. You just have to step up and you have to walk into it and you have to be intentional about how you're going to do it by any means necessary. And so you represent such a beautiful example of what that looks like to be able to smile. I know y'all can hear the smile in her voice. And I'm telling you, like, this was before we hit go. This was before she said, hey, she is like the smile that you don't forget encountering, right? Whether you get it once or you're blessed to be in the presence of it multiple times. Listen, she is not just on a stellar stage. She is not just out here ready to blaze with, you know, past the smoky Norfolk. Yeah, I'm name dropping for a second because I need y'all to know she's official official. Go ahead and drop those names. Sprinkle okay. okay, she's called to it and she's doing it, okay? Um, but she really has um, what a lot of uh, our season saints would call to stay in power because mm-hmm. she has spent time at the feet and in the presence and in, in developing her craft and learning to discern her voice and knowing her why, all of yeah. the things that come with clarity. And yes. so creative, if you find that you're experiencing um, what you would consider some places that don't necessarily offer the, 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 the biggest amount of light or you feel stagnant or you feel like your access has been denied instead of granted, you know, Anissa really talked to us about perspective. Ask the why. It's always about the why. Yeah. And, and and just the way that you have learned to sort of master the why, I believe yeah. is what's really caused you to, to be ready for the when. So when yeah. the curtain was raised over you, when the spotlight shined on you, when the, the name was in the wind and in the yes. room before you, it was because your why was settled that you were ready mm-hmm. when it was time for you to step up. And so sis, I have to just encourage you in this moment to keep soaring and keep showing up because we need to be able to see that church hurt is not an excuse church hurt is not a reason why church hurt does not have to be where you die it happens it is unfortunate it is unpleasant it is all the things but what it doesn't have to be is the label that you wear as your permanent designer 
Oh my you goodness, were purposed so by good. design, and that is not the designer label that he puts on your on your garment for you to wear. Yes. And so, you know, if you need inspiration, if you need elevation, if you need someone to pattern after who maybe is not in the Bible, okay? There's plenty of examples in there, but some of us, you know, yes. we do stuff different. We want to be able to go to your Instagram page and we want to be able to follow your story. And we want you to say, hey, people, happy Saturday. We want all of your goodness and all of your joy. Right. And so you are on it. when we start to think about um, how we reach people with the gospel today. Um, tell me what it is that you find is the um, the 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 tool that you use the most in your arena where you've been called. And then tell the people how they can connect to this tool uh, that we know to be the Anissa Fowler experience because I'm telling you it's an experience to to hear her her heart in the melodies that she's ministering it is an experience to see her go forth with such an honor and such a joy and it's truly an experience to have the opportunity to to sort of peel back the layers of what people don't see when there's no lights camera in action which is what you've done for us so beautifully today so tell us about the 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 tool that gets the job done for you and then tell us how we can connect to the tool that is you in our toolbox. Okay. So I I like the word tool and I also like the word weapon because I feel that there's that song that my praise is my weapon. And I really do feel that um, in terms of a tool, I would have to say my testimony. My testimony is my tool. I go into testimony. I am so, and I encourage every creative Share your testimony. Yes. There's a scripture that says you overcome by your testimony. That's and right. that really, if you hold on to it, it, it holds you almost hostage. You're yeah. afraid. It's almost like this secret that you're hiding. You don't have to hide the mishaps and the missteps. Use that testimony. Be Shout how you've triumphed over whatever that thing is and then put a praise on it. Tasha Cobb says put a praise on it. That's what she said. Praise on it. Praise is my weapon. And I, uh, I'm i telling you, whether there's nobody in the room like we did for two years, standing in front of a camera. Absolutely. Singing, whether there's nobody in the room or there's 100,000 people in the room and those 100,000 people could be seated staring at me like, what you going to do next? Or <laughs> engaged in the process. No matter what they're doing, I praise God. I give him everything that I have and yes. that is my weapon of choice. And when I enter into any space, any room, if there's an opportunity to share the testimony, I will. And don't even give me a chance to praise because it's just going to be impossible. <laughs> don't even give you a chance. Okay. Don't give me okay. a chance. Do not give me a microphone because we're going in. <laughs> We have been warned, okay, about this here weapon. She is, she is surgical with it, okay. When we send those praises up, people, mm-hmm. all, you know, blessings come down. That's like the church, you know, cliche. Send yeah. your praise, up, the blessings will come down, and we think about tangible things. But really and truly, I do believe that blessings are coming down. But it's joy, yeah, yeah, it's peace. yeah. 
It's love. It's God's comfort. It's the reassurance. It's my identity. It's clarity on the vision. All of that. Those are the blessings that's coming down. And I'm yeah. so grateful for it. You all can follow me on Instagram at Anissa Worships. A-N-I-S-A, Worships with an S. And that's also on Facebook as well. And I have a YouTube channel. It's called Annie's Blue Couch. All my really close friends call me Annie. Yay! <laughs> yes, so you can see um, Annie's Blue Couch for kind of inspirational. I just sit on my blue couch, literally. And I talk <laughs> about all sorts of things from forgiveness to divorce to um, time management. All kinds of things are on that um, YouTube channel. So certainly go yes. subscribe, check it out. and Come on. Fun. And and I have to I have to ask you, um, you know, I've let the people know that you are an international recording artist. So what single can we tap into right now? Where is that single in rotation? I need you to drop these gems for yes. these pens because we want to stay connected. Yes. OK, so my EP I just released. Um, it's called Anissa, the next chapter. And wherever you buy digital music right now, it's available. So iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, Amazon Music, everywhere. You can get Anissa, the next chapter. Um, my single, my radio single is covered and it's playing everywhere. Sirius XM just picked it, just picked it up. And Come on, get serious with it. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Um, but before that, uh, we have been in top 30 on the Billboard indicator chart with covered for the last 20 plus weeks. It's insane. It has gone up and down, but we've been top 30 for the last 20 plus weeks. And God is just opening some crazy doors. If you're in the New York area or close to New York on October 7th, I'm going to be doing my EP live. Every single song on the EP, I'm going to be doing it live. Come on. At my church in Queens. So go to... Yes, go to my Instagram page and you'll see all my flyers, all the dates, and it's free. It's F R E E free. The so F word. To the Come church. on, somebody free. <laughs> yes, indeed. I mean, you paid yeah. for it, but she's giving it to us for free. Okay. Yeah. I am so excited for you. I'm so encouraged by you, and I'm so Thank grateful you. for every single bit of your heart that you pour into this next chapter. And I am saluting you, celebrating you, and certainly waiting to see what comes next. Because let me tell y'all something. Sis showed out on that stellar carpet this year. I just want to... All the things, okay? Listen, it was the beat of the makeup. It was the styling of the hair. It was the garment of praise that was Listen, rolling on the I, floor. Can I put a plug? Yes, indeed. I need to put a plug for my stylist. Oh, my God. I love her with all my heart. Yannette Odessa Styles. You can follow her on Instagram at Yannette Odessa Styles. She is phenomenal she does all things she does my hair the only thing she doesn't do is makeup and that's because she refuses to touch my makeup but <laughs> she beats her own face and i'm like Jeanette, just do my makeup though but she don't want to do the makeup but the hair the outfit the styling the jewel everything Jeanette puts me together so wonderfully yes and she does I'm crazy in the outfits but but listen you you are you are snatched Okay, for the crazy. So when I say the the one thing that I love, and I told Anissa this, you know, kind of 
offline is that she doesn't just step into a room representing herself. She brings her entire team, their integrity, their gifting, their um, the sewing of their talents. She brings them into every single room. So yes, we shout out your entire team from your stylist to your PR to your record label to your manager. I mean, it takes a village. Come on. Your village is strong and we appreciate the effort, the collective effort to put you in a position where you can truly represent and represent well. So you have to promise to come back, keep us posted, stay connected and above all else, stay creative and keep it unscripted because we are so excited by the experience that is and will continue to be. Anissa Fowler. Anissa, what parting words would you leave for a creative who is coming, uh, as as the, the church would say, out of the dark and into the marvelous light of being their full creative selves? <laughs> um, what parting, encouraging words would you leave with our creatives today? I would want to definitely just say, learn from your mistakes, but don't let your mistakes be your identity. You are not anything that you've done you are not and this is this is the the good bad and indifferent but it's really the bad stuff that holds us back whatever mistakes you've made they do not identify you for example you've fornicated you are not a fornicator you are a creative you are a child of god do not let any one thing or any several things or any season of things identify you. Get into the word of God. You are not your mistakes. You are exactly who God has called you to be. And as you scroll through social media pages and you see everybody on top, everybody doing the best, and do do not discredit whatever it is that God has called you to be and understand that as amazing as Everybody is that you see as you scroll, not one of them is you. You are called to be you. And if you don't become you, your entire assignment gets abandoned. They're all waiting for you to step into you. So stop scrolling for a second and be you. Come on, somebody. I mean, there is no better way to end the day. I thank you. I love you. I celebrate you. you, And I I am so appreciative. Yeah. We did it, creators. We got her on the platform and we got our cups filled all the way up today. So, Anissa, thank you so much. Continue blessings, success and favor. And we are going to be listening and we are going to be rocking out at this Good Here EP release. Okay, because it's what? Free. Okay. And I want you when you sing Nobody, I want you to think of your good sis and I want you to get a step in for me. Can you do that for me? Because nobody can be me, okay? That's it. That's it, period. (laughs) Thank you so much, sis. I am so excited to have had you on the platform. And I look forward to continuing to follow your journey and feature all of the amazing work that you're doing. All right, my love. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Stay creative and stay unscripted. And we'll talk again soon. Bye. Bye.